Hello there and welcome to the MedTime Stories podcast. My name is Ashvin Sharma. And I'm Tom Thorne. And we're both medical students from the University of Birmingham. This is a podcast about our life at medical school, how we're growing up and transitioning to becoming doctors, both about our life at medical school and also about the things we get up to in and around that. We want to impart a bit of our knowledge around medical school. We want to talk about the topics that are rarely spoken about and about the dilemmas that some people face at medical school, all in a light-hearted way. Please subscribe to us wherever you're listening. And if you could leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would be very much appreciated. We're back. We're back. You're a free man. I am a free man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a while since we, we last spoke on the pod, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it was nice to not have to worry constantly about exams. And I can actually enjoy my time. I spent yesterday making a cheesecake. Like, that shows yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. Pure yeah. diabetes. That <laughs> well, it's a Biscoff, Biscoff cheesecake. It's pretty good, though. Yeah? Do you not think? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was too just, sweet for it's you. It's too sweet, yeah. I think really, you think? Sweet, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I followed the recipe, so you, I can't be blamed for that. Which recipe? A recipe I found online. No, right, no. Probably one the same one that I also did for. Um, he, oh, made, yeah. he made the same. <laughs> he made the same thing when it was. Uh, was it for Eid or was it just uh, for iftar? One I evening? think. I think it was for. Uh, it was for iftar. I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made. A, he made another one as well. Did he? Mm, he made a Biscoff a, one. Oh, an Oreo one. Did he? Or was it yeah, Oreo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've been doing that. Uh, I made I made a cheesecake. Um, you also got hit on the end of your thumb, didn't you? Yeah, I, did. I was playing cricket today, <laughs> and I got hit on the end of my thumb, and it's really dead because I have been going to theatres recently because I'm doing ENT at the moment on my elective and going to theatres, and so I hope my thumb's not going to be hurting for tomorrow. Um, All those operations you need to perform, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a crucial. I'm a crucial component of the. Uh, uh, of the team so yeah how's the how's the elective going yeah, it's good yeah i'm enjoying it it's it's good to have the opportunity to kind of go along and scrub in and kind of actually be recognized and people kind of going oh tom like let's get you involved in this which is quite nice um but yeah no it's, it's nice just to be able to chill more than anything i mean i was meant to go abroad to like australia and new zealand for my elective and it didn't get sorted in time so i mean at least i'm doing something clinical i know some people who are not doing anything clinical because they couldn't get something clinical sorted in time because it's been quite difficult so i mean it's good I'll end up going to New Zealand or Australia or both at some other point. So, uh, but yeah, no, it, it does make me a bit jealous because there's some people kind of off on their yeah. I was going to say you see people like, in their oh, stories like yeah. in Sri Lanka, like India, mm. like these places, and you're like, Bruh. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I wish, I wish, kind of that was me. But. What happened to the Australia thing? Just well, I mean, the country wouldn't let you in. The people were happy to have me, and um, the country just wouldn't let me in. So I was kind of waiting there patiently, hoping that it could all be cleared and. There was no sign of it letting up before we had to have all of our elective protocol and everything in. I mean, eventually, I, well, the thing was, I probably could have gone, but then I'm doing a different elective, so it'd be twice as much work, wouldn't it? Yeah, Do you see yeah, what I mean? yeah. Because um, I know some people did that. I could have gone over and done my elective over there and done the project back here. Yeah. But then it's like, it's a lot more work. Um, and a lot of my mates are graduating anyway, so it's nice to spend a bit of time with them. Yeah. Like today, playing a bit of cricket. Um, but yeah, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh well, bro, I've got my disc due in like three days. Yeah. Um, so I've literally been working on that for the past few weeks. Um, and it's hopefully just get this done. Um, it's just annoying how the fact that you finished, you finished a month before me. 
Um, and so everyone's done. And I remember you guys saying, um, you and I, house, we were just like, oh, yeah, this end of the week, we're done. We're, we're free <laughs> <laughs> this week. I'm just there. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I've got another month. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I, can't, I can't really uh, say anything because I know the, like, the pressure you're under. And it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and no, I did that, and also did the um, had my run last weekend as well. You did didn't you half marathon? Yeah. How was it? It was good. No, it was, it, I could have couldn't have gone better to be honest with you. It was perfect weather. It was like drizzling a bit, so yeah. you don't want it to be too hot. Otherwise, you just sweat for the whole way and it'll be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and I didn't actually look at the route beforehand because no 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 on purpose. <laughs> if you got lost, no on purpose. No, you can't get lost, man. If you get lost, you're like you're special. Is it in the roads? Yeah, yeah, no, it's on the roads. They shut the roads. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Good. yeah. Um, and I didn't look at the route because I thought that if I know like where, for example, mile six or mile seven is, I'll be thinking about it whilst I'm running. So I just thought I'll just stick to running behind me. Yeah, people. but what you don't want to do, though, is get to about kilometre 20 and then be like, I've got loads in the tank. No, but I have I have a GPS watch. So it tells me um, how much I've run and it tells me my lap time for each kilometre and my running time as well. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, I was, that as yeah well. so I was literally so running good. as per my watch. Yeah. Um and it was good because at the start it was very like downhill. Um which is good but also bad because you end up going quicker than you anticipated. Yeah. Um but then I got to about kilometers. Because of the hype of like running and you think oh I'm going to start quick and like keep this up and then yeah. inevitably everyone ends up fading off a little bit. Right, right, right. Um and so yeah, it was it's a good course. It was quite hilly. Okay, I think I'm a kilometer yeah. like 10 or 12. And then about kilometer 16, I realized, I was like, oh, there's only 5k to go. And I've actually got so much more <laughs> left in the tank. So then I started to speed up a bit. And um, I finished, like, uh, the, I think the last three kilometers were relatively quick compared to the rest of the uh, run. Yeah. But um, no, it was good. It was, it was really, I really enjoyed it. And, yeah, no, thanks to everyone who who donated as well. Um, I think we've uh, close to 550 now pounds um, for Beat Charity. Well. So, yeah, it was really, like, really appreciate well. it. Everyone who's donated. And, um yeah, I don't know though. It was I finished the run and I still didn't get that like um, to get the buzz. You're chasing the high. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know whether it's because it, I didn't find it was that I didn't have to struggle. Do you know what I mean? I found it relatively comfortable throughout the whole 13 miles. I didn't really hit the wall as such, which you tend to see in marathon training. And so yeah. I wanted to like experience that. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I think next year I definitely want to do the marathon either. I mean, I, London, I think it's like a seventeen percent chance people get in, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So I ain't paying fifty quid to like get rejected. Oh yeah, because you have to pay the money whether you get it or don't. Yeah, don't it's you? a ballot. It's a ballot entry, and so I think I'll be looking to either Brighton or Manchester. Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. We're doing it here. When uh, is it? Is it before finals? It's, or after yeah, finals? it's April. Okay. Yeah, we could do it. We could do yeah, it. Yeah. Would you bet for it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I spoke to my um, supervisor, my dis, mm. and I know he's a runner. And so um, he was saying, oh, well done for doing the um, half marathon and stuff. And then I said, oh, so have you done, we think of doing Brighton and Manchester. And he goes, oh, yeah, I've done Manchester. Um, and I said, oh, London's really hard to get into, isn't it? He's like, oh, yeah, it's really tough. And I said, oh, so you managed to do London? He said, I've done it 20 times. <laughs> 20 times. <laughs> he's done it 20 times and he's got a 100k ultra marathon coming up. How old is he? I don't know. He must be like 40s. So he's basically done it every every year since he's about our age. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, racing. That's a crazy man. amount of running. Yeah, so uh so that that was that running and um yeah, I, I kind of I think I've quite like the bug, you know, like I kind of I kind of want a bit more, so I think. Oh really? Yeah. So I was considering like trying something in maybe September, October, but I think that's too soon. And um yeah. obviously there's gonna we're going away for a bit, aren't we, as well? So it's gonna be uh We're going away for a week, bro. Yeah, but 
but then I don't also want to spend my whole like, summer running like 25 yeah. miles, 20, 30 miles. A week. Yeah. Or a day. Well, a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a marathon. A bro. <laughs> it's a marathon a day, isn't it? Yeah, good point. Um, um, yeah. No, I'm just trying to go and look, book more holidays because I've not been away in three years. So I'm just looking to go kind of go away to as many places as possible. Where are we going in June? We are going to Morocco with a couple of other people and we have booked flights so we forced everyone's hands so yeah, they've got to come yeah. now but we've just got to uh, book the accommodation it's just well. impossible to get mm. all four people uh, at the same yeah at the same time like trying yeah. to i don't think you see that. us in the same room at no the same no time. no even when we go to morocco you'll never see us all together there'll always <laughs> you, be someone <laughs> off like going to the loo or doing i think even else. when we booked it all four of us were in different places yeah yeah we yeah, were i was yeah, at yeah. home i our other housemate was at home yeah uh, everyone else everyone you were, was home. I, I, was, here. I was at med school yeah yeah i did yeah. <laughs> um, and then the person we lived with last year was also home yeah so, so we booked flights we don't know where we're staying yet so. yeah so we did that tonight yeah we did yeah. that tonight because we're recording it on the 5th of may so uh yeah. don't know when this will go out depending on how fast uh, ushwin edits it <laughs> but yeah now my dad seems to refer to this section as the uh, the banter section before we get into the main bit so uh we probably need to cut down the, the, the banter <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you always have that, that banter section before you actually start talking about something. So maybe we should get oh. right into the swing of what we're on about today. Shout out to Trev. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big up my dad. Anyway, he'll love that. He'll send me a little WhatsApp going, oh, you mentioned me on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being so mean to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says I'm mean to Ashford as well. Anyway, should we start talking about what you, you planned to uh, interview me kind of, didn't you, today? Yeah, so mm-hmm. actually, so I want to speak to you about your whole experience because obviously you haven't, yeah. we haven't done this for about a month. Um, I've also been collecting recordings from people, mainly at Birmingham. And so I think we've got about six, seven recordings from people yeah. doing fourth year and people doing fifth year. Uh, yeah. They're OSCE. So essentially what we've done is we've gathered their thoughts just before their OSCE mm. and just after their OSCE. And obviously I've had to listen to them back as they sent them through. And it's actually yeah. really interesting to hear um, how people feel before and after. And, and the way people feel, obviously there's the bits where we say, oh, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. But yeah. they have the little other bits that like are different between different people. Um, I just had sent, uh, one sent through last night because he has his fifth year OSCE today. So even that was completely different to what everyone else said. Um, so it's it's really interesting. And so next week we're going to compile them, and I guess we can react to them as well. Yeah. So that's that. And then, but today I just want to focus basically on how how yours went. So <laughs> make me relive it. The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. Trauma you don't. afterwards. <laughs> Do you know what the funny thing is with you though? <laughs> is you always say oh, yeah. right straight after you go. Oh, I, I really hate talking about uh, exams and how I've done after, and then you'll proceed to talk about the exams. No, 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 no. This is not true. This is not true. The thing is, it weighs on my mind, and then I can't avoid talking about it because I'm just like I'm thinking about it anyway. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was. Well, what do you want to know? Okay, so let's talk about the days leading up to it. So we mentioned that you, you stayed here for the whole Easter break. So you were yeah, on your own. Yeah, so I had people up, friends to revise with, um, uh, and the girlfriend also doing medicine. So we all kind of prepped together, or not all at once, but I've kind of prepped with different people, did some practice. Uh, yeah, 
and I thought it was better to stay up because if I'm at home, then I'm there with my parents to practice. And as much as my, I can practice on my parents, my parents can't give me the same level of kind of critical feedback that people who do medicine can. Do you know what? And that's why I didn't appreciate this until yesterday was when I used to practice with my parents, yeah. they would have to read the scenario as in who they were acting as and who yeah. I'd be taking the history from. And they used to take like a while to read the scenario and understand what was going on. Yeah. And I was thinking like, it surely doesn't take that long to read the scenario and understand you're just playing a character. But then I was practicing with someone yesterday and I was doing like a 50th station so we yeah. were doing like paediatrics or obs and gynae and to actually read and understand it actually takes a while um, yeah and I think the thing is if you understand med already the, the scenarios that give you an OSCE are not going to be like real patients that you see in that they're super complex and they've got a, a load of different needs which is what is often going on in hospital because these people have got multi-morbidity you'll get simple relatively simple cases where it's taking a specific history and you've got to work out what it is and understand the management of that condition yeah and maybe even think about some of the wider management but you won't be given a person with aortic stenosis acute kidney injury and a stroke all in the same kind of station because it's not it's not possible to kind of get all of that information in, in your five or seven minutes that you have to get yeah so yeah i mean i what i thought about was you're going to get in there, you're going to have to be asking about one specific thing and then a few, and then questions around that to make sure that you're not missing anything else glaring. And that's kind of what I went in there with. And I, I prepped a lot. I think I just used to just practice every day. Yeah. And it's the best way to do it. Best way to do it is not to spend a week, or at least for me, spend a week going over it solidly. I mean, we, the person you practiced with yesterday has ended up doing a lot of revision kind of intensely. And that's not how I learn best. I'd rather do it over six to eight weeks and just do a couple of stations every day so how long did you start when did you start practicing i started very started practicing uh, very early probably around uh middle of february middle of feb but that's just doing like the odd case here or there maybe we do like twice a week we do a couple of cases each and then it got to the point where by the end of Feb, I was probably trying to do at least one case a day. Really? So wait, end of Feb, what, how, maybe not. how many maybe weeks not. out of that? No. Like six weeks out Maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm over. Because middle of Feb, is, that's medball. Yeah, I mean, I've done practicing before oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I've done practicing before that, but I hadn't been doing it regularly. Um, it kind of been, oh, let's do a bit today. Let's do a bit today. Oh, and it really? would happen maybe once, twice a week. But it wouldn't be happening regularly. So how did you feel at the start when you started practicing? daunted and how did you feel like two or three weeks in how, how much progress do you think you made quite a lot okay because you gave me the bit of advice as well the people who are actors if they if you're going down and kind of uh, going down a rabbit hole which doesn't lead anywhere they won't give you a lot of information yeah. because they don't have a lot of information to give because it's not relevant and i'll kind of asking about maybe asking about numbness or weakness and they've not had any they'll just go nope not had any of that and they go have you noticed any change in any any numbness any anything that happened in the past and they go no so then you kind of realise you don't have to ask many questions about numbness or about weakness, depending on which you're asking about, because they close them off quite quickly. And often these are people that have a, a relatively short past medical, past surgical and drug history, unless the drug history is entirely relevant to the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. In which case it might be someone's come in, had a stroke, they're on warfarin or something, and you think maybe they've had a hemorrhagic stroke kind of thing. Well, like in each that. station, if, if one bit is longer than the other, then it means they want you to, the other bits will be shorter. Yeah, like one of the cases that I had, it was the presenting complaint was quite long yeah. because I had to rule out quite a lot of red flag symptoms. Yeah. And I was asking very close questions, but going kind of, 
have you had any headaches? Have you had any nausea and vomiting? Have you had any photophobia, any neck stiffness? And I was making sure to ask all of these to show the examiner what I'm thinking about as my differentials. Fine. If um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and so then what about a couple of weeks out? Let's say two weeks out. Because then I get, you're, you're, guessing, you're getting closer to the exam. Yeah, I mean, I felt stressed because I, I feel like you can never feel fully prepared for all of these things. And the thing is, preparing for MCQs and preparing OSCEs is very different. And I felt like I was... For MCQs, the right answer's there. So often, if you know your content well enough, you can normally find the right answer, or at least rule out the wrong answers. Whereas with OSCEs, what I used to always do is end up jumping into the most severe management or something. Yeah. Rather than thinking about it in a logical way, going, actually, this person's in pain, what I do is, first off, this person doesn't know what their condition is so we need to tell them what their condition is that's part of management educating them on we need to uh, conservatively maybe involve the physio if they've had like a joint problem in order to mobilize the joint talk to them about kind of movements they can do at home and maybe kind of therapy they can do themselves and then we need to give them some analgesia and then um, they might need some kind of disease modifying drugs if we're taking all of this to be the example of like rheumatoid arthritis and then and then maybe they might need um uh, maybe more active treatment they might need a joint replacement and i'd often jump in with going oh they need dmards like disease modifying drugs rather than thinking about the whole thing so yeah no, sorry about that it's just my laptop beeping at me um how are you usually with exams stress level wise and did you feel any different this time i know people think that i stress a lot <laughs> i think you think i stress a lot i probably do stress a lot but um I, I think in uh, written exams, uh, because you know it's all it's all on you, that's something that I can control, and I quite like that. I don't know, I just... You know in a written exam, like you either know something or you don't. Yeah. And therefore, if anything goes wrong in the exam, it's kind of... It's through your fault not knowing it, do you know what I mean? Even if you get hard questions, you should normally be able to figure it out, or everyone else finds it hard. Do you get what I'm trying to say? As opposed to what, sense? though? As opposed to, I don't know, in a in a clinical exam, I don't know, I just find like I'm more like, oh, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Oh, fine, I'm more fine. prone to maybe like catastrophizing what is going to, what might happen. And um, for me, it was because it was subjective, like because it's an objective answer. It's subjective in terms of how they mark you and it's out of 100 to so how are they marking you out of 100. So that was for me. I couldn't really gauge how well I'd done. What, an Oscar? And an Oscar. Yeah, no, it's difficult. Um, and yeah, no, no, I, I agree. And I think also for me, I didn't have the best experience in second year OSCEs and I got, I kind of got a bit flustered and I ended up thinking about the kind of the station that had, hadn't gone well, which was ended up being the first station and kind of like thinking about that in the next station and, and the station after and last. And we had like a four station OSCE in second year, like it wasn't long yeah. and, um, ended up just thinking about that quite a lot. Um, and actually in this OSCE, I think I kept control of the nerves really well. Like, I felt nervous beforehand, but actually when I got in there, even when I got to the place, I was like, right, I just want to do this. Like, I've got all of... Like, I've practised this. I should know it well. There'll be some stuff that comes up which I'll find more tricky, but that's always to be expected. You're never going to be perfect on everything. And there was some stuff where I'm like, if this comes up, it'd be really good because it gives me a chance to show my knowledge. And other stuff, I was like, right, well, it's going to be a bit more hard work, but... The stations average out, was my thought, is in that you'll get some stations which are a bit nicer and you'll get some stations which are a bit harder. But I forgot to, I haven't actually asked you this. Last year in anatomy, you had a viva. Yeah. Do you think that helped you in any way for an OSCE in terms of the pressure? 
in terms of being asked stuff on the no. spot and coming up? Not at all. No, because in a viva, if you know about a particular area, you can direct the conversation towards that. Right. Okay. If you start going down a particular rabbit hole, they'll go, oh, right, so what do you know about this? Fine. Because then you're showing your knowledge on a region, but on a very kind of specific area that you know more about. Whereas in an OSCE, because they're asked, they're told to ask specific questions to you, and it's like a written paper. They, they're looking for specific answers. They're not looking for a kind of uh, a broad synopsis of everything. They're often looking for one specific point. Yeah. And um, so it's more like that bit's more like written exams, particularly when they ask you questions afterwards. But like in a role play or whatever, it's like just making sure you do all the basic things. Like, yeah. Even thinking back now, like there was one station where I, I don't think I like thanked the patient after doing examination, which is a small thing. But right, then I was right, like, right, right, that was a really silly thing of me to do, yeah. to not do that because it's marks. And, and it's also, it's just a courteous thing. And um, that was like the first examination station. So afterwards, every single one, I kind of, I think also as well, I walked in with a smile. Like I was. Do you have a mask on? Yeah, oh. I had a mask on, but I'd walk in and like, you know, you can tell by like, looking at <laughs> someone's eyes. I'm kind of like there, I'm like, smiling. But you uh, you can see even under a mask, someone's smiling. And I kind of went in kind of being happy, even if the station wasn't going really well and kind of tried to be positive. And that's part of it, isn't it? You, if you don't get, if you don't let yourself get really down, then you often stay more positive. And I think I, I, but I guess that comes back to it. preparation though, isn't it? You can only have that yeah. if you feel equipped enough to go in and do the station. I kept a bag on it. And then I think, because I practiced it so much, I mean, I was annoyed that I'd missed that kind of the small things just in one of those stations. And undoubtedly when I, get my marks back i'll kind of see that and go oh that was really silly of me but um i've actually i then remembered it after every other step and so bear in mind this is the first proper oski i've done yeah, yeah. Another third year oski i'm so. not gonna do anything perfectly are you no no and I'm, I'm broadly happy with how it went so what about the day before then mm-hmm. do you have any i know we spoke about exam rituals do you have anything you'd like to do particularly in terms of like day before like to do a lot of work not much work i'm happy to do lots of work Day before? Yeah. Even day of you wake up early, right? Even day of I wake up early and will go over things that fall out of my head quickly, like rote learning stuff, you know, where there's like, yeah. you've got to know specific numbers or something. I'll go over stuff like that. I won't go over like a, a new a concept that I found incredibly difficult unless I went over it the day before and I'm like, I'm just trying to refresh myself. I'll go over stuff where I, like, I need to know a number. So like, I don't know, like in case AKI they AKI stages or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Exactly. Like blood pressure. When does when does someone become hypertensive? Right. Uh knowing the the percentage values for like HbA1c. Yeah. Do you see those, yeah, those kind yeah, of things? Because yeah, yeah. if you're then not given reference values and then you don't know it, then you're like, well, you, you look at you look an idiot. So it's useful to know those things. And we even were... if they don't come up, because it's just something that you can add in there and go, actually, well, um, if the blood pressure gets to this, do you know I mean, you can you can find some way of getting it in there to make it sound like you know about the topic more. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, and um, so what about, what time was your exam? Afternoon, morning? Uh, morning, so it's late morning. So there's a sit before me that started at nine and finished at uh, 11, and mine started at 11.20, something like that. Happy with the time, or would you have wanted afternoon? No, I would have wanted more. I wanted morning. Um, so OSCEs, at least where we are, are spread over two days. So there's kind of like four sittings, effectively. So there's like a, in, in, in each sitting, there's two sets. So there's like there's a morning one, afternoon one, morning two, afternoon two. And in each of those, you have two groups, like an early group and a late group. So it's like eight, eight, essentially there's eight sets overall. And I was in what that six sit uh sit 
I was in the sixth sitting, wasn't I? Effectively, because I was in the, oh, yeah, the yeah, second yeah. set yeah. of the second morning. So yeah, um, but no, I, I'd rather have morning because I don't like. I, I'm I'm kind of one of those people who would dwell on an exam if I had it on the afternoon and wouldn't be able to do anything for the rest of the day. I yeah, think about it. So I quite liked the time I had my exam. I didn't have to get up super early. Was it far? Uh, yeah, it's probably a 10, 15 mile drive. Okay, fine. So I left really early expecting the worst to happen because I knew if car my, breaks down, my car breaks down or whatever, anything like that, I've got enough time to get there and be okay. Cause the worst thing is you get there on time, but you're really flustered because things has gone wrong. So how early did you get there? I was there 50 minutes early. 50? Like yeah. Something like that. Too much time? Enough time? No, I just sat in my car. And I had some notes with me and just looked over, like, not notes on a topic, but, like, notes on, like, histories where I'd, like, added specific questions to make sure that I don't forget for each history. So it was, like, a loss of consciousness history. I had questions making, like, make sure you ask about, like, tongue biting, make sure you ask about incontinence, these things. Just, like, little things. Yeah. That kind of, you end up forgetting because it's not possible to do every station in one day and have it all in your head from the day before well it is but you have to work very hard the day before yeah and so some of the stations the most recent time you may have covered them was kind of five days before the exam and so maybe a week before the exam and so because of that you've got to kind of just go over and be like right when i did this last time i actually didn't ask this and so i've got to ask this next time so mm -hmm. when i went in for mine I, they put us into a room and wait for everyone else yeah the first yeah. lot to leave was it the same <clears> with you yeah, I didn't even see the the first lot who'd sat the exam. Uh, they were gone. I think they were quarantined, and so I didn't see them at all. And for us, they they played like these visuals and like this this music in the background to like karma style. They didn't. No, they did not do that. No, the guy there that was talking to us about where we we're from, and I said, "Oh, I'm from Brighton." And he was like, "Oh, are you into like mods and like riding scooters?" I was like, "Oh, no, but my dad is." End up having a five minute conversation in front of about ten other people waiting to go into their oski about like they're probably like sharp, sharp, sharp. Yeah, right? I, know, I know some people don't like that. I don't know. I I, I thought it was fine. Like I didn't mind. Um, the guy was quite calming, but yeah, no, it was really nice as well. The hospital I was at, they they kind of gave you water and they were they like... gave you sweets, didn't it? They gave you sweets as well. They're like, does anyone want sweets beforehand? Just in case you get a hypo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, by the end, I was. Because you don't eat anything for two hours and you can't really drink anything yeah. for two hours. And so you're like, well, you can drink, but you're just, you're so in the zone that it's kind of difficult. Um and they were kind of they were like pens and paper provided at every station and because you had to wear ppe like quite a lot of ppe for the examination stations they were like right well we'll put all the aprons over the chairs like an individual apron so you're not faffing around trying to rip an apron off outside one of those the station rolls. you know like those rolls in hospitals yeah you oh mate i always i always break it i always, yeah, yeah, exactly. I always rip the apron yeah. so they they had like a whole roll and they were putting individual aprons over the seats so there was only one set. outside or yeah outside, outside the stations yeah. so yeah which Fine. Is nice. Yeah. I mean, you were quite. Um, you spoke quite highly at the hospital, didn't you? Tessa? Yeah. Really, really nice. Lovely staff running it, and on the whole, the examiners were nice. Yeah. Cool. And so you had twelve stations. Yep. So no rest station. No rest you, station. Well, I didn't really have a rest station. It was my first station. <laughs> and so I remember the day before yeah. we heard someone else have their oski, and they said that. Because I thought it went pretty quickly, but obviously I had three stations less than you. Yeah. And um, on the I remember them when they said they found they said that couldn't have been a bigger lie. It was the longest thing ever. Um, and so I was quite shocked by that because for me it just raced. Is this by. someone I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really. And so I'm wondering like how you felt throughout. Did it go quickly or how, how did you? Feel? I thought it went very quickly, but there were some people in there that were like, "Oh, that was really long." And I don't know. I felt like I was some stations 
really trying to get some stations I walked, I went into and I had a lot more time than I needed. So I, the one station that I remember I'd finished before the two minute like warning had gone off. And that's not to say I may, I may have done well. I don't know, but like I didn't have anything more to add. And they were like, if you can add to your questions, if you want. And I sat there and I thought, and there were a couple of points that I did add to and just said some kind of, basic stuff that I thought I may have forgot. I couldn't remember if I said beforehand. I may have, but because cause you're, you're talking very quickly, it's difficult to remember everything that you've said. Yeah, yeah. So I added those in, and um, there were other stations where I was kind of taking my PP off, trying like, trying to talk through, like still trying to explain things, <laughs> and you get very mixed, and I'm there like backing out the People door. Like, physically like, dragging you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm backing I'm out the door. I'm like, said actually, that. Um, <laughs> actually, um, oh, I've still not remembered. Oh, but the track the, same, but the track same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I should have said. Think, I, genuinely, I just think as long as you're in the room, they're still going to mark you. Yeah, I know no. the buzzer's gone and all of this stuff, but if you're in the room and you say the right answer, and they then they then know that you said it, but because you haven't said it in time, I don't know. Yeah, I, no. we, we don't we don't understand exactly how the examiner's marked because it wouldn't. We then all do very well, but I think if you said it, even if the time's gone and you're in the room with them, they know that you said it. I mean, uh, that's the one thing I told they you. They might not mark I, you I told about you, it, but and overall, um, maybe it gives you the yeah, no, it gives them more confidence in how you're talking. I think they're <laughs> probably meant to stop once the bell goes, but I think they probably do mark you once, like until you leave the station. I mean, you're, you're effectively you're in there for maybe five, ten seconds maximum. It's not a long time because as soon as the bell goes, you've got to get out. Yeah. So I'm there taking my PP off because you've got to take it off in the room. Oh. And I will say extra things. Fine. Yeah. No, because I remember telling you both before that <laughs> the mistake I made was as soon as the bell went, I just shut up. Yeah. I was never told. I, I, this is this is me not trying to like bend the rules or anything. I was never told once the bell goes, you have to stop talking and get out. You're just told to take your PP off. And I'm right, right. I'm taking my PP off. I will carry on talking through the answers that I know that I need to kind of finish on. Yeah, don't hate the player. I'm, it's not even playing the game. I'm taking my PP <laughs> off. It's multitasking. I'm adding to my answers. But yeah, fair enough. Um, and so, in general, I remember mm. telling you that for me, this is what I found the biggest yeah. thing I learned as I was doing them was that you have for some set stations you have way more time than you need. Agreed. Did you ever finish a station so quickly and think, oh well, I, I could have? I, I'm not sure you got stuck on anything, but if if you did, oh, I could have just waited a bit more and thought for a bit more or. Uh, yeah, maybe there's there's one station that springs to mind um, that I had, which was um, I don't know. I think I ended up repeating a lot of things for all of the questions. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if you had that for any stations. Yeah. So there was like one station I ended up talking about like family history, like immunosuppression and talking about like they were like what extra questions would you ask i ended up talking about that and then i ended up talking about that in management and being like make the family aware right, right, right. make sure monitor if they're on any immunosuppressants and stuff like that and i ended up talking about it both in the history and then like going f- forwards and i'm like i don't know if that's right talk about them in both but like because i was i was so concentrated on answering like the questions as quickly yeah, as possible yeah and so then they were they were like oh no further questions and i'm like whoa and i've got loads of time left i think it does depend on the examiner though because occasionally I had examiners who would talk more slowly and they'd kind of go through the question more slowly. Can you speak on times two, times two? Yeah, I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Because you know in some of the stations that when it hits five minutes, they'll give you a different task to do. And sometimes they just pull it out of the blue and they're like, yeah, right, do this now. And you're like, huh? Yeah. So I know that if I'm not done with all my answers by five minutes, then I've got like, yeah. Um, and then I... Um, 
yeah, so then like, I, I had I had one weird one and I finished the task. They then sent me a task at five minutes to do and I had to run over, do that. And I had time left at the end, so I then had to go back to the original task and then finish bits of that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you've got time, you can yeah. do whatever you want. So they gave me they gave me some time some time for near the the end of a, a station to interpret an ECG and they gave me two minutes to do that and I did it quite quickly and I was like I was relatively certain of what I was looking at yeah and they were like anything else you want to add and I was like can I go back to the first bit and they're like yep so I like sprinted <laughs> over this huge room sprinted over to the other side of the room and then like carried on also also something you told me is that um, whenever I used to finish a station mm-hmm. early right yeah I used to just sit there in silence with the examiner. I find that so awkward. I start talking to myself. Mate, I'm, I'm just adding to all of my answers. I'm like, hmm, I've spoken about this. I've spoken about this. I've spoken about this. And even at one point, I was like, eh, I was like, this question, like, was this a question? And they just go, yes or no. And then I go, right, well, I'm just going to add a bit to my answer there. <laughs> I want to say something, but you did you actually ask me that? This kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can, they're looking for specific points. If you talk about correct management of a patient and your the main point they're looking for isn't necessarily there, you've not done anything wrong, you've just not got the mark that they're looking for. So I wouldn't be afraid of talking through all your management unless they go, what is the definitive surgical management of this patient who has Crohn's or whatever? And you go, um, or sorry, I should say, of UC, and then you go, right, they need a, a panproxyclectomy or something like that. So... Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, if it's yeah. nothing like that. Or like, what is the definitive surgical management of a cataract? Then you know, right, well, it's a removal of the old lens through phacoemulsification insertion of a new lens. Like, unless they're talking in that specific detail, then I would talk through audio management because it's not wrong. And just generally about the stations that you faced. Yeah. Was I'm anything... going to do what you did and talk through all of mine. No, I didn't, I didn't talk through all of them. <laughs> I'm not asking you to. What I'm going to say is... Allergy. <laughs> It's <laughs> because some of them came up this year. <laughs> you can't say that. You doubt yourself even more. <laughs> um, You're really not doing well. Uh, so, <laughs> was there anything you were you weren't Silly expecting? Boy. Not in terms of the actual content station, but just generally how the day went. Um, I don't know. I was kind of expecting a rest station. Went in there being like, do we have a rest station? It's like, no. Oh, you asked. Like, oh, yeah. I asked because I thought I would be more flummoxed about than just having seven minutes to sit there. Because I think if you have it halfway through or near the end, then you shouldn't think about all the old stations. Yeah, no, it's awful. And if anything, I think it would mess with my mind more. Yeah, no, so what I said on the I last... I have to prepare for a rest station. No, what I said on the last one when yeah. I was on my own, I said that three minutes is enough time to think about the next station, yeah. but not enough time to think about what's happened in the last station. Yeah. So I thought three minutes was quite a good time. Did you ever find yourself thinking about the last station that you just did, or were you always focused on the next one? Did you find it easy to forget? One or two where I ended up having a bit of overlap, and I was just a bit like, oh. Oh, really? And I went into... Um... I went into the next station. Sometimes I had like a really, like I had a, re- I, there was one station that I had that I don't think went very well. And I went into the next one and it's something that I knew, Quite knew well. really well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, touch would have done well in it, but then I kind of, yeah, you touched my head. Um, <laughs> um, and then I, um, I kind of like went through the answers and I was like, bish, bash, bosh, like this is what I do. And I was like adding extra points to my answers being like, 
I know this is who you want me to contact, but I'd also contact this person and this person in terms of management because I think it's important that they're aware as well. And just like fleshing out my answers quite well there. And that kind of kind of got me off thinking about how bad the stations before had gone. But if you have multiple bad stations in a row, which I think I was fortunate not to have thinking back on it, um, then uh, it could go differently. Okay, fine. So overall with your OSCE experience, like straight after, how did you feel? And how, okay. And how has, mean, it, has it changed I'm, since? Yeah, I mean, there's a few more things where I'm like, oh, I messed that up. Okay. Um, but... I came out, I went in thinking that it it might not go very well and I came out feeling okay with how I'd done. Before you did and the I'm, Oski... I'm a, generally, as you will attest to, I'm a generally very pessimistic person about it. But you do that stuff. deliberately though, don't you? I don't, I don't know if I do it d- deliberately, but I don't want to over-inflate ever how well I've done an exam because then I can only be disappointed. But isn't there a middle ground in terms of overinflating and in terms of being very so. pessimistic? I don't think so. I'd rather be more pessimistic. I think I've done okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. But then I remember you saying afterwards, you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to come back and I'm going to go to med school to, because you had your uh, multiple choice exams two days after. I was mm. like, bro, that's just ridiculous. I came back and did questions here. Yeah. And then I went to, me- I went to med school in the evening with you and did some oh, stuff. Oh, the same day? Yeah. Oh, and really? And then worked through some practice papers that the med school had put up using the software. So I was a kind of, at least I understood the software because then I had the whole of the day before just to do past, do past papers. Excuse me. There's a hiccup. Um, yeah. And was it good? I think it's good that you had exams so soon after. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of was. I would appreciate maybe a few more days. But um, I, what it meant was that I had most of the knowledge pretty fresh in my head. Yeah, no, for me, it was because that I had longer to think about the OSCE. Yeah. So then you dwell more. Um, but if you've got something else, you've got something to look forward to. Mm. Not look forward to, but you've yeah. got someone else to focus on. Exactly, yeah. And so you had multiple choice exams two days in a row online compared to in person. That's your first online multiple choice exam? Uh, yeah, no, all of my other multiple choices have been in, quest- in person. How did yeah. it go? It was okay, yeah. I think both of the MCQs were harder than I was expecting. Yeah. No computers crashed or no, computer? none of mine did, but people, people <laughs> there yeah. did. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. So some people might, I don't know. I mean, you hear all of these things through the grapevine, and some people are going, "Oh, do they have to reset or whatever?" And I don't know what happened, but um, it was okay. I actually going into it, I was more worried about the OSCE than the MCQs, but actually coming out of it, I thought the MCQs were harder than the OSCE. Really, it's interesting to hear that. Like I know someone who said that they felt they were less nervous for the OSCE than they were for the MCQ. And just interesting to hear that because I know for me it would be the OSCE definitely like I'd be a lot more stressed. Yeah, yeah. Um. But now I remember after your so you're all done, and um, I was just walking down like the road, and then I saw you come in the opposite direction. Yeah, I just had a little chat, and I was just like, "Well, how does it feel?" And you were just like, "Do you remember what you said?" No, what did I say? You said it was just it feels a little like anticlimactic. Oh yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm done. Like, what do I do now? But yeah, no, it was, um, <laughs> what do I do now? No, because you're in the mindset of like, revising <laughs> constantly, like for like last month. It feels a bit weird. Is it so. good to have your elective now? Then you've got something else to do straight away. I would have rather just had a bit of holiday and then had the elective. But yeah, uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I, I'm like, I get to, I get the evenings to chill. Like, uh, I'm going to go out tomorrow night. So, things like that. It's, it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, um, thank you for very much listening. And thank you for interviewing me, Ashwin. Um, I hope it wasn't too traumatising reliving no, your... Right. <laughs> right. I know you it's don't right. like to do that. It's all right. My, my dad will still complain that the banter bit was too long. Really? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trev. Yeah. Um, but, anyway. Um, 
Yeah, should we finish there? Yeah, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Like I said, next week is it's good. I don't know. You haven't had to listen to. No, so I think it'll be quite interesting getting my genuine first reactions on all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I've had a listen, and they're all very, uh, very good. Very different perspectives. Yeah, Yeah, I've had a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've shown you a couple, and so that will be interesting. And then, um, yeah, we'll take it from there. Well, once again, thanks very much for listening. Um, If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Medtime Stories Podcast, and we are. Uh, yeah we're always welcome for messages there and our email if you want to email us any questions is stories.medtime at gmail.com thanks again for listening we'll speak soon